Laptops, tablets, and air tags. Oh my. This is Mac Voices. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with a special deal at nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Welcome to Mac Voices. This is the talk of the Apple community, and I'm Chuck Joyner. Folks, this is Mac Voices Live. It is Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, whatever time that is, wherever you are. You should be with us on YouTube at youtube.com slash TV. Joining us in the chat room, we have a number of people in there already and more joining as, uh, as the t- evening goes on. Uh have a few topics to discuss tonight. I'm not sure where any of them will go, but that's sort of the norm for this show. Um, so let's go around the room, see who all's here, because we have a full house tonight, and uh, then we'll get to it. Uh, taking the screen, as I always do, up in his usual angelic left-hand top corner, Mr. David Ginsburg. David, good to see you. Good to see you as well, Chuck. Glad to be here. It's, uh, I'm looking forward to this conversation. Lots of, lots of people here and lots of good topics this week. So let's just address it right, right away, David. Um, you know, who won the bar fight? You or the other guy? Apparently not me. <laughs> well, my assumption, Dave, is that you're here and the other guy isn't. Yeah, so, that's true. Well done. Yeah, Good well, point. Good look, point. Looks worse than I feel. So, Okay. Well, that's, I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Eric Bowden is holding up the other uh, top right-hand corner. Good to see you, Eric. Hello. Hello. That's it? Would you just hello? I did. Yeah, it's been one of those days. Hi. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Glad to be here, though. Uh, Warren Sklar is still in his basement. His wife is still out of town. So, you know, what can you say? Welcome, she Warren. locked the door. He can't we're, get we're, out. We've all been out of town. I just got back from uh, London. Yes, sir. And uh, they, huh? yeah, they let me back in. If that, if that was what you're asking. How was the football game? Uh, it was awesome uh so (laughs) so i i flew out to london um my wife was there working already real fast i'll make this and um uh we flew out to see the the giants packers game uh playing at the uh uh twickenham stadium which was beautiful and new um our hotel was full of Packers fans. We were obviously Giants fans. My son flew out from Boston uh, from his college. Um, and then we both flew back yesterday. Um, on the way over in my airplane, um, uh, I, I did fly first business. And in the morning, I woke up. And I uh, am realizing that I slept in the same area as Eli Manning and his wife and uh, his kids. So I spoke to him a little bit on the way out and that was crazy um, to Eli. Um, I got a couple, I got a picture with him. Uh, went to the game. That's the price for the escape. Huh? I don't think everybody here on this panel is probably not going to know who he is. Just, you know, who Eli Manning is. Okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. That's okay. I know who Eli is. I mean, I, I know who I know. Is. I know. And I, yeah. I said not everybody. I'm guessing yeah. most people on this panel know who, I mean, you know, who the guy is. It was, any, it was, anywho, he was um, Archie Manning's son. That's right. He, he, so, he was the uh, guy on the cold open for Saturday Night Live. That's right, too. And he's uh, Chad Powers. Did he, did he do something else? Uh, he was, I don't he, think so. He he was, was I saw Powers. him in some commercials. So, so anyway, it's real fast again. Uh, the, uh, the Packers you game was the home line. Oh, you keep interrupting me, and I'm <laughs> running out of my introduction time. Um, 
the Packers were a home team. So London was full of Packers fans and very few Giants fans. My hotel was filled with them. They had their official tour badges, blah, blah, blah. It was crazy Packers people. So the Giants ended up winning and the, um, and uh, it, it was just a nutty game. And, you know, seeing all the Packers fans, like, you know, just sad and it was fun and it was a good game. Anyways, uh, we got back and everybody had a good time and I'm glad that we won. All right. Well, thank you. But I do want to make a correction. You said that you got a picture with Eli Manning. Actually, Eli Manning got a picture with Warren Sklar. That's true. Well, I had the camera or the phone. So Okay. Well, you can email it to him. I'm sure he'd appreciate that. <laughs> Jim Ray is taking up the center square on my screen. Jim, good to see you. I, I don't want to show up, Eric. So, hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's Jim Ray doing his finest Eric Bolden impression. That was very nice. Andrew Andrew Orr has come back. Andrew, it's great to see you. Hey, I, I try to come here now and then. Good to be here. Hey, you're always welcome. It's always good to see you. Your byline has been showing up more and more. Good stuff. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we're 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 watching. Andrew, we're watching <laughs> and reading, of course. Uh, Mr. Webb Bixby is here in a with a very, very nice uh, skyline shot. Webb, good to have you. Good to be here, Chuck. Yeah, like I mentioned in the, the chat that I was at the uh, Chief Raiders game. So I'm a football fan, too. So Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I, I consider myself a passive football fan. Um, I'm, I, I don't follow it that closely, but I enjoy a good game. And there have been some really good games this year already. It's a lot easier than following a lot of the other sports where they play every three hours. It seems like baseball and hockey, but yeah, there's only agreed. 15 games. <laughs> yeah, I would say it's a little bit more exciting than golf, Chuck, but that's just me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, it, it depends on, you know, where. I mean, it's, 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 a, it's probably a faster sport than golf, but I think it's golf is, is a bit more zen-like. Good to be here. Oh Thank God. you. Thank you, Nicely done. Right on no. cue. No, 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 no. Right on cue. Jeff Gamut is uh, is here as well, and he is an avowed non-football guy, as I understand it. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I'm still just trying to sort out flying to London. In the United Kingdom, just for clarification, that's to watch London, an American football game. Oh, well, then that's a different thing. Yeah, yeah. What? London, Pennsylvania. Yeah, I flew to London, Pennsylvania. That's a different thing. It's not the first time I flew internationally for less than two or three days. I had to do it once or twice before. It's not the most amount of them, but. So, but that's a thing, American football outside the United States. It's a huge, I mean, I could show you pictures where it's pretty big. Um, I mean, it filled huh. the stadium uh, and, you know, that's probably 60,000 people. So there I think that stadium's it. closer to 70,000. That's a big I'm, stadium. London has like four stadiums of over 70,000 <laughs> capacity. It's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Well, they played, yeah. they played in Wembley the first year. Which was about the same, yeah. and they moved a few uh, to. There's one other place they play at, but it's 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 big enough. Uh, they're looking to actually put a division out there, you know, uh, of, of teams. 
Well, okay, they this had, is uh, they had NFL Europe for a this, number of years. This well, is going to to this, to sports. This is here. not football okay, voices, sorry, guys. Come on. No, but Jeff, <laughs> Jeff asked if so. Football was a thing in Europe, and I'm telling you, in London, in it, is, it's, it's it is. It is. So, in more detail than we want to know. Yeah. Hello. Um, the answer. The answer. Yes. Yes. Guy Searle okay. is here giving us uh, his, the the count of football stadiums, for, and and I guess both versions of football. I would assume football and soccer in London. There is only one. There is only one. Okay. Is oh, only please one. don't get started. Our UK viewers will have have your head in mind too. Don't start that. Uh, well, you see, but they they probably know where you are. I I stay under the radar. Sure. Yeah. No, okay. Right under the bus. <laughs> oh, yep. Okay. We're, we're just going to leave so, that. I'm so I'm so subtle. Yeah. 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 Hey, um, I'm going to throw the first story in the chat room tonight. Um, did you know that Apple is no longer making notebooks? <gasps> that they're now making laptops. Excuse me. Yeah, now they're making laptops. I got it right. They're they're not making notebooks. They're now making laptops. So co- complete and utter divisional kind of dimensional shift. No, even though just, it's the exact same computers. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I they don't make netbooks anymore, and nobody wants to be known as a netbook. Well, that now that's not a bad point, Warren. You know, but I, I mean, I, did, I'm, I threw this in almost as as kind of a joke because it's just one of those things that you know I. I know how Apple likes to be so very specific. Um, and so, you know, I'm waiting for them to designate uh, designate another word for tablets uh, or iPads. We all refer to them as iPads, but will the next step be to call them tablets? No, I, so, think, no, I think they shift. No, an iPad is their own branding of, of, of it. We call we call their laptops MacBooks. MacBook is a to iPad as as tablet is to laptop, right? So uh, iPad and 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 MacBook is a brand name that people identify with. That. Yeah, so, I, yeah. Jeff. So if Apple is dropping notebook and switching to laptop, does that mean that they're rebranding their next laptop as the MacLab Pro? I'm only half joking because <laughs> MacBook is from Notebook. So is their laptop going to be called the MacBook? I don't know. I, 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 I don't think so. I mean, it's yeah. not terrible. Well, this this just seemed to be such a, just Mac, so Mac weird. Mac. I mean, it it part is. of me, and, and Andrew, I, want, I wanted you in on this because part of me says that this is, you know, just a result of a slow news cycle. That something like this would get attention, but I, I mean, is that is that a, a decent assessment, or is do you see a deeper meaning here? Um, I, I agree with you. I think all the attention this got, including, to be fair, from Apple Insider, it was you know it's it's something Apple did. Here's what we should report on it. But at the same time, like um, I don't know the reason behind why Apple kept the notebook language for so long, but now they're matching the laptop language and that's just something that they're doing now. But we've been calling them laptops for years. I guess yeah. uh, they're finally catching on. I guess the thing the, that... Or Jim, go. Well, the, the thing that I 
struck me was sort of peripheral. Apparently now a new computer is just going to be called like Chuck's laptop. Um, so now a new computer is like Chuck's 14-inch MacBook Pro or Chuck's MacBook Air. And now apparently they're all just going to be Chuck's laptop. And I, I think that's kind of a bummer for, you know, some people like me have more than one. And, uh, you know, I guess now I'll be responsible for giving them, making sure I give them a descriptive name. I run into this Jim's laptop way too many times to even now, though. I, right. You, but I've got, it, it, I've got a, a little, Yeah, it puts a little two next. I mean, right. when, you know, when I does that, so you get the two in front of it. But it's going to do that anyway. What, whatever you call it, notebook, laptop. No, because know. now it puts the whole model, like fourteen-inch MacBook Pro, or MacBook or MacBook Air. So unless you have multiple that are the exact same model, you don't get that. You you get it correct. You'll, you'll get it. You'll get it when you, if you do a backup from a Chuck's MacBook Air thirteen and restore it to Chuck's fourteen-inch MacBook Pro. The name remains the name of the backup. So it, uh, from a time machine backup. So what, what that then they get to two on there because well, I've never done there. that. Yeah, that's so, but that's that's sort of a separate. It's a separate issue, issue but that's yeah. that's why you might have seen the double uh, the duplicate if when you do a time mm-hmm. machine restore to a new machine. So I'll go in there and I'll you know fix that and clean it up a little bit too. And then there's some I, I just never changed. I have an iPad. My iPad mini still says Warren's iPad Pro because I must restore it from the Pro return. So, yeah, I've I've had that that happen too. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, Brad in the chat room is saying maybe a Samsung Galaxy Note name confused people, so laptop is a safer name, or maybe if so few people actually read a book that they wanted greater separation from the term book. I don't know. Apple I mean, is not changing the name because of something Samsung does. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think it's but I think it's just language. But I, I honestly think notebook is a better description name for a laptop device than a laptop is, because in theory a laptop indicates a you know, it, Yeah, so nobody lap. nobody puts laptops actually lap in their laps anymore. So I wonder if they're really cold. If yeah. you get a, a Mac Studio or a Mac Mini, is that now gonna just come up as the name of it is? Desktop, Jim's desktop. <laughs> Every well, single one of them. I'll say. Well, it's the same thing, you know. If it's just Jim's laptop, then, or it should be Jim's desktop. They're now saying we're not going to put the the model name in the name of the computer anymore. It's better in Windows that you know you get a new Windows computer and it basically is a jumble of you know characters and letters. It, it base it, it's a random identifier of that machine name of what you get well so. does it does the differentiation i mean they're going to be laptops now and and they i mean look they've been laptops for a while all right nothing is changing here but just i is it is it uh, just a subtle perception thing that you know we have laptops and desktops and we just want to eliminate the, the phrase notebook i mean we've seen apple do weird things like this before they've changed the capitalization of the os's uh, Mac OS, iOS, iPad OS, and they've changed some other things in the past that, you know, it, it just they they just kind of rewrite things. Say, okay, this is the way it is going forward, and we all fall in line. This one, I think, is going to be a little bit harder. I think it's just language. I think, like Andrew said, I mean, we all call them laptops anyways, and Apple 
probably knows that and wants to just jump on board. Mm -hmm. um, in the chat room, um, uh, Brian says, lots of interesting, odd naming conventions with Apple. Apple TV, Apple TV Plus, Apple TV, the app, etc. And I'm still not a fan of calling the consumer line, the consumer line phone plus and the pro line max. So and don't disagree with that. Yeah. It's it's just strange. Brad says laptop and desktop at least go well together. And that's that's the that's the only point I've been able to find, Brad. So I kind of agree with that. that is so true. I don't know. We it's just it, it seemed just one of those weird things that we needed to hash through a little bit. Well, maybe they did it because they have to make room for a new product category. Wow. So cleaning this up and then getting ready for something, you know, new to come maybe. in. And call it a notebook. That's quite uh, awesome. Yeah. Maybe they'll have a foldable screen and that will need to be called a notebook. Or, or you know, maybe when they get the glasses, it's a different category and they don't want this whole, you know, laptop notebook thing. They need to simplify it. It's possible. Wow. Okay. You heard it here first, folks. Andrew, write that up, will you? Get it, uh, yeah. <laughs> get it out there in the rumor mill. Good job, Eric. <laughs> yeah, Andrew, insider sources say Apple's <laughs> changing the name for a new product line. I like the foldable, the foldable. That's a, there's a headline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This edition of Mac Voices is supported by NordVPN. Get secure and private access to the internet with NordVPN. Are you missing out on your favorite show because it's not available in your region? Trying to keep your private time private? Let's talk about NordVPN. NordVPN keeps your information encrypted so you never have to worry about your IP or location getting out. Where you surf and what you look at is yours and yours alone. That means if you're bored with U.S. Netflix and want to see what the U.K. version offers, you can with the click of a button. Or maybe check out some Japanese anime from, surprise, Japan. Another click of the button. With over 5,000 server options, no show is out of your reach. Using my link, nordvpn.com slash macvoices, can get you a great deal on a two-year plan plus four months free. That's 28 months of privacy and security for all your surfing and video binging, no matter where you are and what you want to watch. And NordVPN has a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you love the service, terrific. If not, let them know, and they'll send the refund, and you can go back to your old surfing ways. But who's going to want to do that? Check it out at nordvpn.com slash macvoices and get your subscription started today. That's nordvpn.com slash macvoices. Thanks to NordVPN for their support of this week's Mac Voices. Honestly, of all the years I've worked in in IT, I mean, we, I might have used the word notebook for a laptop maybe my first few years in my career. It's always been a laptop to me. We have laptop tablet. That's that's the terminology now, and I, that's why I just find this an interesting discussion here. That I I, I didn't even think lap, Apple really cared what they called it. They, they called it a laptop, or they called it a MacBook Pro. I mean, that's really if what. An, if you're an end user, it's a laptop. L A B T O P. Oh, laptop. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did did yeah. Apple actually use the word notebook in their marketing material? I don't recall. Yeah. So that was part of the reporting on this, from what I've seen. Um, they on all of Apple's pages and support pages, they use the term notebook, and then suddenly, oh. 
I think we we all only noticed this earlier this week. I think that they suddenly switched to a laptop. I don't know this. I mean, it's just we're being a bit pedantic here, but it's just kind of interesting that we see this. But Eric does bring up an interesting an interesting idea that if we do suddenly get a foldable device, and I'm staying away from the phone part, but if you, we get a foldable device, could that be branded as a notebook? And have that be a bit more logical kind of name. So I don't know. Again, well, if, if, one, if if it happens, you heard it here first, guy. Yeah, one thing. One thing to remember is that um, across the board, they're going with the A and M series of processors, and there's there's really not that much difference between them. So if they were going to create a new product category, it would fall in line that it was still going to use either an A or an M processor. So would it actually be a new product category or would it just be something that would use iOS or the Mac OS? And would that still mean it was a new, I mean, if it's, if it's a, a, a different kind of Mac that folds or, you know, makes Panera bread or whatever, it's still a Mac at the end of the day. Uh, if it's an iOS device here. or an iPad OS device, then at the end of the day, that's still what it is. It just has a different form factor. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, interesting discussion. And, you know, I never even thought of the topic. This is great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of have to laugh about it, honestly. <laughs> now I want yeah. some Panera bread. Yeah. yeah. yeah thanks, guy. Yeah. You yeah. made me hungry. Um, throwing the next topic into the chat, which is another one of these little absurd things. Um, there, there are conflicting reports of Lufthansa um, banning air tags in luggage. I don't know how many of you saw this, but this was this was a this was a riot. I mean, it and my my first impression comes from I guess the first two articles I wrote that it just looked like Lufthansa didn't want to be bothered with trying to find your lost luggage i mean because it it you know it costs money to go and retrieve luggage from wherever it's gone and then get it back to you and have it delivered to your door which is sort of the the industry standard right now it's not like you very seldom are you called back to the airport to pick it up and i couldn't help but think you know did they just say oh it's it's cheaper and easier for us to just lose your luggage and then we'll pay you for it instead of going to the trouble of retrieving it now that's that's my impression. That's not what it said. Nobody said that, but that's my impression of it. Anybody else have any thoughts on this? Yeah, it's a really stupid idea on the way on behalf of Lufthansa. You know, what happens if you're you're flying uh, uh, Virgin Air over to say London and then picking up a Lufthansa flight from uh, Heathrow over to Frankfurt? How are you supposed to know? You know, or how is Lufthansa supposed to know that you have a, an active air tag? Yeah. How does any, how, how are they going to know if you had one? Anyways? Yeah. What are they going to do about it? So yeah, you, I mean, how would, they're not checking for it. There's nothing in your, I mean, if they're scanning it, there's no way they're, they're scanning to that level in your suitcase. And uh, this is, a, you know, I, I don't even think this is a true story, to be honest with you. But I think it's just a big own goal by somebody. Sure. Part of it that's a, that's potentially a problem are the, do, do they carry, do they use lithium batteries? No. 
CR twenty thirty two. Little tiny ones. Little watch batteries. Yeah. No. I mean, and they're not if, rechargeable. If Chuck, I mean, Chuck's point is they don't want people using it because it could cause people to, you know, know where their bags are when the airline says they don't, and that could cause issues too. And I think I said back when we were talking about uh, this a while ago, you know, Heathrow coming from London. I told you a couple months ago had a, you know, luggage forts of luggage stuck in the airport because people were moving it. And somebody said, well, if you have an air tag, I'm like, well, if you have an air tag, you go Heathrow and, you know, they'll look at you like you're crazy and they'll point to this, you know, mountain of luggage and say, you know, I guess go nuts. But, um, you know, if, if, if it is, I don't see any reason, A, how they could even find out and B, you know, what the reasoning is on their part. Webb, you just—I know you just oh, I, some I, business I, travel. I'm, I'm I was just going to, just going to say that. First of all, it sounds so. Does not sound like Lufthansa at all. They're, they seem to be, um, um, you know, pretty transparent, and it, this just didn't sound right to me. Uh, aside from all the other things we talked about, how do you know? How are they going to check? So what are you going to do? You, you lose your bags, and they say, "I need to find my bag." And, Here's my iPhone. Show it to you know. Um, they, are they just going to ignore that? It it just it just I don't give it a whole lot of credibility. Okay, that's fair. Jeff, you want in on this? <sighs> okay. First off, this this is a news story that broke last week, and the Apple News community uh, jumped on it uh, really in a big way yesterday. So well done on staying on top of that news, guys. Um, but, um, um, okay, so here's the deal. Um, the this, this big mess that, that we're looking at right now is spawned from a specific Twitter interaction between a Lufthansa customer and Lufthansa support when the customer said, or asked about using an AirTag in their luggage, and the Lufthansa post reply was that Lufthansa has banned AirTags in checked luggage. And uh, and Lufthansa has since then said, whoa, 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 that's not what we said. But it was what they said. But no, 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 that's not what we said. There's actually a... Uh, uh, a, uh, a regulation from the ICAO that says you can't have these in your luggage. And uh, so since everyone was looking at this from a very vague standpoint, I went ahead and spent like 10 minutes of my life doing some research. And uh, and what I figured out is that Lufthansa is actually wrong. At least that, that's how it looks. Um, assuming that they're going to stand by their guns and say, no, 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 this is a regulation. So what uh what the what they're talking about is a uh uh it's the IATA which the ICAO uses to uh to set standards there's a uh, uh an IATA guideline that that talks about lithium batteries when you're transporting them on an airplane and uh and so the maximum amount of lithium that you can have in in a single battery is 0.3 grams. Now we're talking about CR two zero 
3.2 batteries, or is it C0, CR2023? I can't remember, but the, the coin battery they use in the in this in the air tag this is a battery that has just slightly over 0.1 grams of lithium in it so this falls below the threshold that the iata has set for uh safely having a lithium battery in your checked luggage all right so i did uh, in my little bit of research what i found is that this story starts in august and there was a uh, a uh, a news outlet in Germany that was covering this thing about uh, about some airlines getting a little uh, um, uh, pushy aggressive. about. I'm sorry, what aggressive? aggressive. Yes, <laughs> aggressive about not wanting um, uh, luggage tracking devices in uh, in luggage, and so they they were referencing this IATA guideline. And uh, and saying, yeah, no, we can't do this. Uh, but there was no way to actually enforce it because this is something that each individual airline can set on their own. And there's no airport that's going to be going through and checking your luggage to make sure it complies with specific airline guidelines or restrictions. So uh, it looks to me like Lufthansa is trying to uh, to make themselves look better in a situation where they're intentionally not wanting luggage trackers in luggage because it turns out they have a straight up crap record with uh, losing people's luggage and uh, and this is like a huge problem for Lufthansa and they have tons and tons of complaints and basically they just can't keep track of luggage is is what it looks like from from the complaints and uh and when they would tell people yeah 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 we have your luggage and we know where it is and here's where it is people were looking at their iphones and the air tags were showing that their luggage is actually in a completely different city or maybe even mm-hmm. a different country and so it's looking like Lufthansa is trying to stop people from using devices like the AirTag because they don't want the bad publicity that goes along with people being able to say, hey, look, Lufthansa lost my bag. They lost it so badly that they're either lying to me or they literally have no idea where it is, and I've got the data to show it. Also, if it was this big of a problem all along, why did they not make people stop using tile trackers in their suitcases, which have been available for years before the air tags, and based on some studies, actually threw out stronger radio signals than an air tag does, and they use the same battery. There's there's definitely less than 0.3 grams of lithium in a battery that you'll find in a tile. Probably because tiles don't actually find the bags. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that doesn't make it any better for Lufthansa. No, well, yeah, no, because no, people aren't coming to them. Yeah. People are not coming to them with uh, my tile says the bag is is here because the tile isn't finding it, and I, I think that's actually yeah. quite likely because you know there's way fewer tile devices out there, so it's quite likely that a tile might not you know ping on anything. Who would have thought that the whole AirTag luggage tracking dust-up could have caused so much conversation? The panel continues their examination of this issue in the next edition of Mac Voices, with one panelist going right off the rails. 
That's next time on Mac Voices. I hope you'll join us. Until then, and as always, I'm Chuck Joyner. Thanks for watching. Visit macvoices.com for show notes and to connect with Chuck on social media. Get involved in our Facebook group or like our Facebook page and get more out of your Apple tech with Mac Voices Magazine, free on Flipboard and on the web. And if you find value in it all, consider supporting us through either our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash macvoices or by making a one-time donation via the PayPal link on our front page and in the show notes of each episode. You will join these fine people who help bring you Mac Voices. Advertising handled by Backbeat Media at backbeatmedia.com. Bandwidth provided by Cashfly at cashfly.com.